The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here to analyze this, and we're wrapping up a conversation with um, the good people from the 81C uh, studio there in St. Thomas, Zach Zook, and Joseph Hughes. And we also have Miss Lisa uh, Garvey. Um, God uh, is a woman exhibit coming up uh, uh, at, at the 81C studio uh, next week, next weekend. Um, Mr. Zook and Mr. Hughes, one of my listeners, uh, good morning. I've attended events at 81C, it's a beautiful, intimate space with a soothing vibe. So you got yourself, um, that's, you know. That's a beautiful a, a thing nice, to say. A, yeah, a nice, a nice compliment there. And endorsement, yeah. endorsement. So uh, anything that has beautiful, intimate, and soothing with it, uh, that's, that, that's, that's, that's where you want to be. Right. I particularly like soothing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's where you want to be. Joy and, and uh, I'll take it. Yeah, so, so Ms. Garvey, you're originally from Saint Croix, uh, in Florida, and then uh, you came back to you came back to where it started. So let me ask all three of you, Miss um, Garvey, you're gonna be staying with me, but so let me ask um, these two young men from Brooklyn and and, and Newport, Rhode Island, respectively. Um, what's it like living? Uh, on an island where uh, on any given morning um, as an artist you can head to any one of a thousand beaches and get inspiration and get the kind of inspiration you need to do some work on that morning mm-hmm. Mr. Hughes first and then yeah. uh, and then and then Mr. Zook as far as inspiration is concerned and the natural beauty that that surrounds us that surrounds us that surrounds me as we're having this conversation um, if I'm of the opinion, if, if this, this landscape, this cherished landscape <clears throat> isn't going to inspire you, if it can't inspire you, then um, you may have some difficulty finding inspiration elsewhere. And, and quite simply, you know, every single morning I wake up with the sunrise as the sun breaks over the eastern horizon. Every day, and for the past 15 years, not a single morning has that ever escaped me. Not a single morning has the light and the beauty of it escaped me. Never. Wow. And, and I'm very grateful for that. That's, that, that's awesome. Now, Mr. Uh, Zook, um, Brooklyn was once the fourth most populous city in America. That was back in the Welcome Back Cotter days. Um, right. right. Um, but so, but you, so you... We don't like to assume because Assumption is a mother of uh, a lot of bad things, but uh, New York City and concrete are pretty pretty synonymous. Um, that's 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 not the case down here in Paradise. So it, it's, yeah, the, yeah, it's the, not. the the the, the, the inspirational right? nature of the Virgin Islands. Speak a little bit about that as a, from an artist's perspective. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for the question. You know. Um, Having grown up in Brooklyn and in, in the city, and, and um, I, I developed a relationship with, with the islands, and specifically with St. Thomas, at a very young age because my grandparents lived here for roughly 30, 40 years. So I would, I would come and visit as a child. So I, I had that pulse year after year of what it was like here, and it always inspired me. It always, I always felt at home here. 
to an extent. Even though I would travel back to the crazy city and have winter and public school and whatever, you know, it's just so different here. But I'd say day to day now here, I can go, and I've ruminated on this over the past 10 years since I moved back here. I can go anywhere in the world, whether it be Japan or Thailand or Iceland or wherever, Turkey, and I still feel like I live in the most beautiful place Mm. in the world. And, and, And these islands... And, and St. Thomas, for me personally in particular, is just, it's the most beautiful place I could ever imagine living. And I, I feel so blessed to have that, to have created um, a home here and created an existence here, having grown up in a city that, you know, a lot of people who grew up in New York City never leave. A lot of people who grew up where they, where they grow up never leave where they grow up. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to be out of the city. I'm glad to be here. But on that note, too, I would say equally inspiring and and equally prevalent is the social network, the social fabric here, because that's just as important and just as inspiring as the natural element. And really, it's an extension of the natural element. You know, this is a very um, eclectic, diverse community with people from all over the Caribbean um, coming together on this on, on in in these islands. And that has its own place, and that's certainly a factor for me personally as well, and very inspiring. <clears throat> well, you know, one of these days, I, 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 I got I to get you back on so we could, we could have this debate. Because um, I live on St. Croix, and you live on, yeah. on St. Thomas, and um, I'm of the belief that St. John is lovelier than both of them. Even though you know I'm partial to Saint Croix, so we need to have this debate because you just mentioned Saint, Saint Thomas is the most beautiful, and I, I will make an argument for Saint John over even Saint Croix. Not, 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 notwithstanding the fact that my love for Saint Croix dwarfs the love for Saint Thomas and Saint John, and I love them a lot. I love Saint John a lot, but uh, we, we're going to have that debate, uh, Mister Zook. I, I won't allow you to come on my show and, 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 and make and make and make such a. Make make such a such a uh, uh, you know a, a, a forceful statement like that. No, no, I'm I'm just teasing. I I I really believe all three have some unique characteristics that just make them make them special. There is one part of New York though that I that I want to promote. Um, when when you're leaving Long Island and you head on the Throgs Neck Bridge, uh, uh, you're on the Cross Island Parkway first of all, and you're looking at the Long Island Sound. And this is like in May, May or springtime when, you know, spring or fall, because those are the, the two best seasons mm-hmm. because they're transitional seasons for me. Yeah, right. And and to get up on the bridge, because we ain't got no bridges in the Virgin Islands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you get up on the Throg's Neck and you're looking down on one of those beautiful days. Um, it really speaks to um, to each his own from the standpoint that, you know, from uh, from an artist's perspective, and Miss Miss Garvey, you could you could speak about this. When you see something picturesque, does that 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 has to move you? That's that's an excitement, isn't it? It has to. It it definitely ignites something within yourself. Like you're like, it's either in that moment you, and it's hard for photographers too because you want to enjoy the moment. Or but, but like, you drive it. But you drive it. So go be careful. Yeah. You have to choose between the two as fully being there, emerged in the moment, or take out your camera and like you know what? Let me just. Hold this moment forever. Yeah, really that's, enjoy that's, that's, that's awesome. It's like a stamp in time, a stamp in that moment mm-hmm. to capture it. Yeah. Mr. Zook and Mr. Hughes, thank you very much. Keep up the good work at the 8 1 C studio
I'm looking forward really to talking like with you. you again. And we're working on something for July. I'm going to get with both of you and Ms. Um, Nahardeen from the Cane Roots Art, Art Gallery. We're working on something mm -hmm. uh, for July. So we'll be in contact, okay? Thank you so much for having us on. No, thank you for making some time on the quality content on our Arts Thursday. It's beautiful, and we appreciate, uh, you know, your commitment to the territory and your love for the Virgin Islands. Thanks again. That was really great. Good. You got it. Ms. Garvey, you don't get to go nowhere. You get to stay right here with us. Okay? <laughs> we're we're going to hold on to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. So, so Ms. Garvey, you, you, you are a, a uh, prodigal daughter. Um, so to speak, um, you're, you're, you're back home. Um, yes. For those who are listening, um, and you've been in Florida, which is a beautiful part of the country as well, um, the mainland. But 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 in in Lake Saint Croix, in like the Virgin Islands, you know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I had to battle being within Florida. Actually, I feel like a lot of people here when you're home and you never really stepped up because I've traveled like within um, my younger years, um, going different places with my family members. But when you actually step out of St. Croix, I feel like a lot of people when they're here and they just live here, they take it for granted because they see it every day. And then you go to the States <laughs> and it's literally like, for example, some place like New York, it's, it just feels like kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say, it just feels like an enclosure, you know? It, it doesn't, you don't really have that sense of freedom that you have when you're back home. You don't, you don't have that beauty, you don't have that, the excess foliage, you don't have the beach, you don't have the luxury of going to places just on a whim. You have to buy your fruits. All of that is like definitely a shock coming from a place where you have all this amount of freedom to transition into a place where you don't. So when I was visiting back home a lot for a summer, I think that's what reignited me to have my appreciation for St. Croix. Because in the beginning, I never really did have that appreciation at all. I get, you know, I, I get excited every time I go to the States, in particular New York. And, and mm -hmm. um, you know, there's certain things that, that are available to to, to to human beings <laughs> in, in in the New York area, you know that 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 we don't have here in the territory. But while I'm there, I'm always saying to myself, if these people only know how good I got it, that I going back home in three days or a week or two weeks, and and and, and they, they, you know, be, be, because it's just. There's a laid-back way about island life that people on the mainland, a lot of them can't can relate to. I mean, there's certain parts of the country that they're laid back, you know what I'm saying? I've been to San Diego, and I've, I've been, to, I've been I went to college in Florida. I graduated from University of Miami, and we got a lot of folks who come from New York, and they believe they're in heaven when they get to, 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 to Florida and California, and they leave Michigan. Like, like when I went to University of Miami, <clears throat> we had a lot of students who... You know, the father get them a BMW and they drive from Michigan to the University of Miami because like, they had it like that. You know, and 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 right. the, the 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 sunshine, 60, 60, 70 degrees in January for them is is like heaven because of course, you know, up in the upper peninsula and the northern tier states, it, it, it could get real, it could get real, real freezish, right? 
but they right, still exactly. but, but it's still in, it's still ain't gone away yet because we got another degree that we could take it to that we that we know about and that's what I was referring to. <laughs> right, right. It's definitely different when it and states as as far as like New York, I've been there as well and like the culture and just how they have, you know, their their architecture, like you said, the concrete <laughs> it's a very <laughs> The synchronicity they have within each other, how it blends, it's definitely different um, when you compare it to the islands for sure, you know. Um, so it's, I feel like going to the States and going to travel into different states, you have places like Oregon that have amazing um, national reserves and stuff like that. And it's it's definitely different every every. Every other state has its own unique characteristics. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing like being back home and coming back home and having that sense of freedom. Or I guess home is just really where the heart is. You always feel, I feel like Singapore, and even people that travel here does the same thing. Singapore has like a gravitational pull to them. Like they always, they visit Singapore and they always feel like it's a place that they can always come back to. Without, you know? Without, 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 without speaking of... Um one of ours, um, Mr. Nathan Bishop, uh, is on the line. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Neville. Good morning. Good to hear your voice, man. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Happy New Year to you. Season's greetings. Yeah, man. Sorry that you ain't in the studio, but you know how it is. Um, sometimes yeah, it's like that. Yeah, I would love to come in and see you, but I know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't take your pause now. We, we, we'll, make and, up, we'll make up for that. Uh, and is the, is the audio okay? Because I'm in my workshop. No, 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 we. And if the background is too much, I can go outside. Um. Yeah, I think maybe you, you could step outside for a little bit, but there, there's okay. something authentic about hearing the banging in the back, though. You know okay, what I'm gonna, saying? I gotta step outside, <laughs> but first, I need my team to say hello. Everyone say hello, Saint Croix. Hello, Saint Croix. Oh man, that's awesome! Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. Nate. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got everybody here bright and early. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Story. So if, if you will, step outside um, yeah, so that uh, the, the public. Uh, introduce yourself to the public, man. Tell them about yourself, your family, all that good stuff. Cruzian, Cruzian Gold Connection, all that good stuff. Talk to them, man. Look like he didn't transit outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we could get, get him. Yeah, we okay. We we lost this. We, yeah, I think we lost. We lost. We lost. Mr. Bishop, be back on. Not, not not yet. Okay, but um, so let me get back uh to to, to Miss Garvey. I asked you about um the excitement, the anticipation uh, of next week. You've done this before, or this is the first go around? Done, I've done um, a show before as well in St. John. St. John definitely has a place in my heart. <laughs> um, and it was it was also the excitement, the anticipation building up to that moment um, was definitely surreal. That was my first initial show. Um, and I was super grateful for the opportunity, seeing all the love and support from everyone, you know, just seeing how much people engage with your work is definitely uh, a motivating feeling for sure. So that was a surreal moment. Um, what, what do you think we, 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 we need to do 
to, to, to take your um, your realm um, locally to, to the next level because the potential is there. Um, we, we have some natural attributes that allow us to do things year-round that other 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 um, areas of the world don't have that luxury. What, what do you think we need to do? I mean, this might sound like a business question, but, um, you know. I feel like just when it comes to creatives, um, because there's a lot of people here on island that has amazing potential with their work, and, like, they're, like, hitting creatives in a sense because they don't really, and the opportunities are there, but it's, like, it's not really as inviting or welcoming. Um, and I feel like just having more, um, more opportunities revolving or more funds to help the creatives on the island to motivate them as far as taking their work to the next level for sure. Um, cultivating those opportunities, events that make them feel um, welcome, like having more exhibition shows, more galleries, more things revolving around art um, that would be uh, a place where you can feel invited and comfortable as far as um, then exposing themselves to to put their work there for sure. That's good. Mr. Mr. Bishop, you're back on? Um, yes, you can hear me now. Okay, I can uh, hear you now. Okay, yeah. Support. I can hear you now. Awesome. Awesome. Glad glad to have you uh, have you back. Um, check, check this out. Um, we head into a break in a minute, so I, I don't want to have to ask you the question. Uh, and then you start answering. So I'm going to ask you the question so you could think about it over the break. And then uh, okay. when we come back, you can knock it out. When, when we come back, I want you to to tell the public a little bit about your family, tell them a little bit about Cruise Young Goal, um, talk a little bit about um, the realities of um, St. Croix living, uh, the ups and downs. Um, we are definitely, from an economic standpoint, the epitome of peaks and valleys where our economy is concerned. Of course, you know, yesterday on this show, um, me and one of my regular contributors, Dewey Henry, we had a, a discussion centered around WAPA and how um, our quality of life and our existence is so dependent on fixing that problem for good so that we don't have to be subjected to the to the to the to the vacillating uh costs from time to time and most mostly on the high side so think about that right when we come back and talk a little bit about cruise and goal and all that good stuff that good for you mr bishop neat Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay, good. So we're going to take a break. We got uh, Miss Lisa Garvey, God is a Woman exhibit, coming up next week. And we got Nathan Bishop joining us as well. Be back right after this. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. 
Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at his new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here to analyze this Arch Thursday. Like I said, in full effect, in tactical effect. Today we got uh, <clears throat> we had in the first hour we had um, Zach Zook and uh, Joseph Hughes from the Eight One C students in Thomas. They're going to be hosting an exhibit next week for Miss Lisa Garvey. We holding over for a little bit because I got one more question to ask her before um, I'm, I'm going to excuse her playing a legend, playing a, a Senate president here. I'm going to excuse Miss Garvey after she gets to answer this one question. But here's the deal: I want Mr. Bishop to tell us about the history of Cruise and Gold and the family commitment to making this fine jewelry, and then I want Miss Garvey. I want your take on that type of art, if you will. That's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah. And how 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 you view um, the 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 fight working with the hands because that's what you got. You, I mean, you are, you are you are a photographer, but what is your take on the beautiful jewelry and all that stuff? So let me let Mr. Bishop tell us about uh, Krujan Gold, the family um, decades uh, commitment and uh, uh, business. Um, we we're, we're making awesome jewelry globally known. Um, uh, is about, and then I want to get your take, and then I'll I'll let you go. So, Mr. Bishop, good morning once again. Good morning, good morning, Mr. James, and good morning, uh, Miss Garvey, and good morning, Saint Croix, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, uh, just a little bit about my myself, my family background. Um, my name is Nathan Bishop. My grandparents moved to Saint Croix in the 1950s, and um, my fa- grandfather was in the air traffic control at the airport. My grandmother was a nurse in the operating room. My father and a lot of his siblings grew up in very working class um, jobs, uh, a lot of diving, sailing, boat building, all of these things. And my father worked at the refinery as an underwater uh, welder, underwater explosives, everything underwater that was dangerous and difficult. And so that was, for many years, his, his profession. And the jewelry was something he did for self-relaxation and self-expression, something that he could do in the evenings in the privacy of his own home. And, um, you know, he worked on that as a passion for many years. He started selling jewelry out of a small handmade wooden box that he would take with him to work and to restaurants and whatnot. And um, that's really where he got his start. And then um, at a certain point, he he took a, a big risk and opened a shop and left his full-time diving job for the jewelry work. And um, as a little boy, we actually lived in the back of a tiny little store in Christiansted up on Company Street. 
And so my days coming home after school, I would come home and scrub conch shells and, and help with jewelry in the workshop. I started grinding chini and all these things um, from a very early age. Um, I developed a real love for any, any type of hands-on art, and, um, and I really love it. And um, I really, what I really am proud of is that this is something that came right out of the, the culture of St. Croix and specifically the, um, the, working, the working class diving culture, which is very much a backbone in the islands. And so my father was able to take his experience in not tying from the boat work and turned it into fine jewelry. And he really experimented with weaving wire and tying wire into elaborate knots and designs for many years. And I've been able to continue that and then also add a lot of my own new ideas to the jewelry cases. And then nowadays I, I, um, I run the shop and the studio. I've got a wonderful team of artists here with me. My wife, Therese Trudeau, is also an artist, and she helps me to run the, uh, the storefront at Crucian Gold. That's 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 a that's a beautiful. So that's, 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 about all. that's a beautiful story. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, his dad, uh, Brian Bishop, he grew up uh, down the road from my brother, them from Trevor and Datsun over there in Estate Saint John. So this is this is near and dear uh, to me. And uh, every time Brian talked to me, there's like this family family connection there. So it's it's awesome to have you on the show, Nate. It really is. Thanks for making Thank some you. time Thank for being here. So, um, Miss Miss Garvey, you hear that story? That right off the bat, that relates to you, and you hear the expression from it, daddy making jewelry and all that stuff. That's you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Having that form of expression, you know, transcends like, so much things, you know, like the, you, a lot of people, I feel like as long as you're a creator, you can call yourself an artist. Because creating is the basic form of being an artist, you know? So, and it's like coming up with these concepts of um, designs and then making it with your hands and having that hands-on feel. It's it's definitely a beautiful form of art. Without a doubt, and you know, maybe, maybe um, we could get you to, when you're showing up in St. Thomas, put on some of that cruise and goal. You know what I mean? Next, right. ne- ne- next week, next week. You when, know you but, have to have your you have to have your any form of cruise angle, and you, you really you, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. You know what I mean? You got to do it to check. So that's a sample. Like, that's a sample. Like, have to send me your address. We'll send you some nice things. Yeah, you got, you got. So you hear it there? You ain't talking about this. Is this is business? You know what I'm saying? And uh, because um, Nate, um, er, <laughs> Nate, er, earlier on, I was telling we, we were talking with the artists. And I was telling them, look, um, Camille Pizarro's paintings going for 16 and 18 and 20 million and all that stuff. You never know. Something that you create could, could, could change your life, right? Overnight, you, 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 you could knock off the, the cruise and bracelet. Going to be here forever, Nathan Bishop. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're all trying to leave our mark in this world. And, um, and we love doing it. Without a doubt, Miss Garvey, I want to thank you for spending some time with us. I wish you well uh, next week um, with uh, God is a Woman exhibit at the 81C Studio over there in the Rock. And um, don't be a stranger. Looking forward to talking with you again down the road. Of course, thank you so much for having me on the show, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day as well too. Without without a doubt, and uh, happy New Year, and hope you have a prosperous 2023 for you and all the artists in the Virgin Islands. I know that um, yes. it's, it's about the art form and and 
keeping it pure, but I need I to get that done. That that laws like they're saying Saint Thomas. Make sure I get it. That laws. You're saying Saint Thomas. <laughs> the ends, the ends, you got to get the ends. You know what I mean? Get your profits, all that good stuff, right? So keep up the good work. Okay. Try to get there. Without a doubt, keep up the good work. And and oh, by the way, um, real real quick, and I think Nate could speak to this too. Um, I had a question. I don't want to, to run you off. One of my listeners, my regular listeners, asked this question: um, What is the future of analog method? as compared to digital real quick before you leave the future of analog method actually i feel like a lot of people are getting love art um there has been a spike within um the analog world where a lot of people are taking up um analog cameras because it's easier it's fun to shoot um so i feel like there is a revamp there coming back um, more people are getting into it, but digital art, we're in a digital world, so it will always, always surpass, but I don't feel like analog art is dying anytime soon. You know, a lot of people say film is dead, but I don't think it is at all. I think it's definitely much coming back, coming back alive. A lot of people are um, dabbling into it more. It is very expensive, um, so that's why I feel like a lot of people are more hesitant to get into it. It's not something um, practical to have as far, unless you have the, the capital to do it, as far as only relying, it as an, only relying on it for an art form. But um, it's definitely making its way back. Okay, that's sure. good. Yeah, one of my regular listeners, Wallace Williams, had asked me to ask that question, and I nearly forget. I'm glad I remember. Uh, he, he, he's been a, he, he's worked as a, a he's a librarian here at the Florence Williams Library for a lot of years, and uh, you know he's he's aware of microfilm and and all that stuff. Uh, so he asked that question. Thank you very much. Okay, I appreciate you. Of course, have a good one. Okay, you got Thank it. You. That's Miss Lisa Garvey. She has an exhibit over in Rock next week, the Eight One C Studio. God is a woman, uh, and for those over there on the Saint Thomas side. Uh, go out and support not just the, the exhibit, but 81C and all the different studios uh, throughout the Virgin Islands. So let me get back now to Nate. Nate, um, yesterday we, we were having a discussion on the show about the Water and Power Authority and the hardships mm-hmm. of Virgin Islands because um, we've been in a, a protracted energy crisis. Um, as a business person, um, give, give the, the real-time feel for the pain when the WAPA bill reach your business? Yeah, I mean, uh, the WAPA bill is, you know, honestly, what I would have to say that de- depending on the type of business you have, the WAPA, it might not be about the size of the WAPA bill, but it might be about the inconsistencies in the power supply. Yes. Which to me, my WAPA bill, honestly, I can say is not killing me. It's not, it's not out of control. Uh, I've got a very small shop. I've got a small studio and store. So, you know, I'm not like a grocery store or something with massive amounts of, of electricity being used. Mm-hmm. But when that power goes off in town, in Christiansted, it affects the whole business. And that's really, to me, the bigger issue is that reliability. Um, we, in fact, it was, it was last our Thursday that power went out promptly at 7 o'clock in the evening. And all these, all this, my whole street was black, dark, you know, and... Um, and the rest and, 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 and restaurants restaurants this time of year is is, is a fabric of our economic engine. So I, I can yeah. only imagine 
way well like dung and tongue now of course uh it would behoove businesses to get in the generator business and all that stuff because you got to protect uh your investment but it's the reliability reliability issues that that you're talking about it, it isn't just all, all about money right it's about convenience yes it's about them very much exactly okay um yeah so so so, so uh, we got a generator after the storms yeah for my for crucial gold so mm. we had power and mm. you know i look around and i was the only only one on the block with power and i i felt i felt bad for my for my my um but my, but don't uh, but but don't Dong Tong came back quick, came back in like three days, right? It did, a, it after come, Maria. It did come back quick. Yeah. And honestly, Christian said, and then possibly Frederick said, comes back quick because they did the underground power. Mm -hmm. And so we have less problems, and it's, it's, it's great. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that. But it is, it is an issue with reliability. But, but so it must be frustrating knowing that um, we are aware of the things that we can do from an infrastructure standpoint um, uh, to get us to, to, to where... Uh, when we are impacted by storms, um, if we make the right type of long-term investments, um, we can get back to normalcy quicker than we did back in the day, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I personally see what they did in Texas after the, the, the ice storm knocked out power to half the states, and they had they came in and put in the, um, the mega-pack Tesla batteries mm -hmm. and solar fields, and, you know, you need to have the batteries and all that. But if we were able to develop that type of technology here, the cost of oil and gas and natural gas and everything is only going to continue to rise. And if we can invest even a small percentage annually into uh, renewables and battery storage or some kind of storage, that to me would be a good path. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's why I got that's why I got you on the show, man. Sounding good this morning. So <laughs> so so talk about the creativity aspect. Let me talk about the business now. The cruise. Let me talk about the world-renowned Cruzian bracelet. That, that, that's a daddy creation, right? Absolutely. And 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 have you ever sat with him and just rap and say, "Daddy, did you ever think that this thing would have taken off like it did?" Yeah, I mean, I mean, we of course we sit, we talk about it, but honestly, we both lived it together. He was he was struggling in a small shop on Company Street, and the shop was a beautiful little store, but it was back tucked away in a, in a little courtyard. Yeah. And it was beautiful and all, but the, the traffic was really slow, and this is during the 80s, mm -hmm. and when, when King Street was booming, and we had all the big shops, and we had a lot of people here, and um, it was really when we moved to the waterfront in 1997 that business really kind of exploded mm -hmm. for us at that time. We started making more silver jewelry, which is much more accessible and affordable to, to so many people, and myself included. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so we, we, saw, we saw this explosion happen, you know, between the early 80s and into the 90s and whatnot. We actually, you know, were in the, you know, in the shop when things started to really get big, and, and we had to for the first time, we had to hire two or three jewelers to help us because it was just my dad and I, um, and another fa couple family members. Yeah, I, well, I'm looking at a, a photo here. I'm seeing 11 people, including you and your dad. I, I, well, this is that's new. That's that's currently. That's currently. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about. So, so, oh, yeah. so the, now, the evolution, the evolution, the have, evolution of. We have a studio here. Yeah. And now, we have a good a good team in the store. And in the studio, I got about seven, eight jewelers working with me now. Wow! Um, in the store, and we got about four or five people in the in the in the store and sales. 
So it's been, um, and this is one of the, the things about, about the business I, I love is I love working with people and I love training new people. And I've got some young people that have come into the studio in recent years that are just giving me a real sense of, of hope for the future. Um, uh, I've, got, I've got one individual in my store. Uh, I don't know if she wants me to call her out, but um, uh, young Ariel Sutherland. And she is amazing. She's wonderful. And the other young lady named Michaela, and they're both helping to run Crucian Gold for us, the daily operations. In the studio, I've got um, some, a wonderful team of people that are, that are just doing great things here, and I'm really, really enjoying it very so, much. So, so let me ask this question now. Without you giving away the secret, um, what's it like come September, October, and November, knowing that Christmas, yeah. Christmas time coming and the inventory got to be up there because more people, you're going to have consumer traffic come Christmas time like you don't have yeah. any other time during right. the year. What's that like building up that anticipation and the inventory, this business? Well, you know, it's, 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 all, it's, a, it's a roller coaster, you know, just like a lot of things in life. And you got to know when you're in the peak and when you're in the trough and what to do and, and, and all of that, you know. And um, we, what's something that I've seen in over the years, we used to have a very narrow season, as I would call it. You have your Christmas season and then your tourist season in the early spring. Mm -hmm. But it was just a, a very short period of time. And then you had a good six, seven months of, of real slow times. Yeah. And that's challenging for a lot of businesses, mm -hmm. uh, restaurants included, jewelry stores, because you have this, you have to get, all your employees, you know, you got to keep everybody taken care of the whole time, the whole year. And that's one of the big challenges. Um, and so then you, you got to be prepared for that Christmas um, rush. And that's, you know, that's when you, you make your, your income in order to keep everybody paid for the whole year and keep the lights on and all that. You know, I'm glad you went there. Cause when I come back, I'm going I gon, I gon to let you know about some place that I visit uh, I try to visit uh, as much as possible, and they they go through the exact same thing with seasonal, the seasonal approach, and and the hardships that you got to deal with for a majority of the year, and that's why you got to max out that window when you're in demand. And I want to talk about that as a business person and an entrepreneur. We got Nathan Bishop and Crucian Gold uh, joining us this morning, and great great discussion here on Arch Thursday. Take a break, take a final break, and be back right after this. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly, what a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico and a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning, you know? And it's very spiritual. 
That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's uh, that's a great question. Oh, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On Fresh Air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at 2 p.m., right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. Right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we are back here at Analyze This on Arch Thursday. You know how we do it, right? We try to um, let the public know that we got um, some brilliant Virgin Islanders here uh, in the creative <coughs> realm and this morning we're talking jewelry the one and only nathan bishop cruzian gold um a staple here in the virgin islands um well 40 years now i got a 40 anniversary ready or coming close to it actually we, we, 2022 was the 50 year anniversary from my father's first design which is our flower of life design he made that when he was in diving school wow but the actual cruzian gold shop that's a 40 year that's like 40 years sometime in the middle of this decade right I yeah, so I mean, the, we opened the shop, the doors to the shop in eighty. Want to say eighty one, eighty two? Okay, okay. So forty years, man. Congratulations, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. I, 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 I like that. So, um, you're supposed to have uh, one of your employees coming on to say hello and talk to the public. So bring them on. Let me bring them on now, and, and so they don't have to be okay, microphone shy. All right, let me see if I can get a volunteer. Okay, good. It's gonna be a little noisy here in the workshop. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. About it. We, we, that's the that's the purity of the, of, of of the business, okay. and we got we got no problem with that. We we talking with Nate Bishop from our who, cruise who, and goal. Who's gonna say hi to Neville James for a minute on the radio? Yeah, yeah. Tell him come on. Ask you a couple of questions. Let, let, let the public and know what's going on. Don't be shy. Step up. Neville James. Neville James. Yeah, on the yeah, radio. Analyze yeah. this. Yeah. You say hi. I'm in interviewing for the radio. You want to just say hi? To me? Huh? Huh? I need I need a volunteer. Tell them come on, tell them don't be afraid. Denise? Bria? Come on, you don't come on, you, you can just say hi. Just say hi, yeah. Yeah, tell them to we we invite in. Tell them we invite in. For those of you who don't know, um Good morning, how are you? Good. Introduce yourself. Let the public know. Your, at least your first name, if you want. Give away everything. Give me your first name. Uh, my name is Bria. Bria, how are you? I work at Jewel, uh, I'm a jeweler at Christian Gold. You like, you like the gig? Oh, yes. Very much. How long have you been there? I'm sorry? How long have you been at Christian Gold? 
Um, a little over three years. Okay, good. What's it like? What's it like in the Christmas time when everybody coming in and man coming there and you're seeing the soft side of men because they want to buy something nice for the lady? What's that like? Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, store wise, you know, there's a lot of customers that come in. Um, our production goes up a lot over the holiday season, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. Okay, that that's good. Um, you 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 like you you, you like making jewelry? Oh yes, I do. It's something that I stumbled upon. I wasn't ever expecting to like really be in the street, but. I do enjoy it very much. Have you ever went home and said, I can't wait to get back in the in morning because I got something in my mind that's creative that I want to see if we could make this work? Oh, yeah. There's been a couple times that I've done that. No, that's, that must be awesome. Thank you very much uh, for, for, for making a couple of minutes to talk to me and my audience and uh, keep up the good work and uh, continue to make, uh, make, make continue to make cruise and gold, literally. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> You got it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. That's Bria from uh, Cruise and Gold. Nate, um, uh, as an entrepreneur, um, it isn't just about your employees working for you. Um, you relationships, right? Relationships are built. And and as 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 a result, it, it, it's like a, it becomes uh, not only uh, employer employee, but sometimes it, it evolves into like a family type situation, right? Is that for me? Yeah, yeah. I was talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, I, I was talking about your yeah, rela- your relationship yeah, with your I mean, employees. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's um especially when especially when you have like a, a mentoring situation, you have younger people coming in, and it really does become very much like a family. And you know, we've all got our own little personalities and and skills and contributions that we make. So it's yeah, it's really it really is very much like a family. No, I I like to go to Saratoga in the summertime upstate New York, you know, like horse racing's in the, it's intravenous for me, right? And one of the things I learned up there, they call it track season, right? And they, here's what they say. We make four, we make money in four months to pay for the other eight months. And yeah. when I was listening to you just know, that's pretty much what you were saying, right? You do, you do, you do your thing from like Thanksgiving until like March or April. And then from there, you tread in water until the next November, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Although I have to say that historically that has shifted a little where we're seeing that four months stretch out to a good six, seven months. Oh, that's good. Really nice. So, I mean, all, all, all through July, we haven't, we haven't, you know, good, a good, good amount of people visiting the islands. And, um, and honestly, local business is probably 70% of our business for us. So we're actually, really um you know really relying on the locals to um sustain us no that, that that's awesome and, um, how, how are the Mecca during graduation season you got parents coming in uh, by, i by, was gonna say graduation and back to school yeah. are big <laughs> you know yeah for sure absolutely no that's that that yeah. that's good and do you guys uh you're part of the christian stead retailers right restaurants and retailers yeah sure we have right? the, the restaurant retail association yeah so, so we put on the jump ups yeah, exactly. So, so do you guys get a chance to sit down with the with the, the Department of Tourism aficionados and give them a real time feel for what you're dealing with as entrepreneurs and what they can do? Because you know they got they market the territory and uh, we're we're now shifting. Because you mentioned it and you brought up something that 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 they was yeah. telling us, um, we're no longer just a, a a winter destination. We're starting to look to be looked at as 
nine, ten months, and possibly a twelve month destination. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I we we always enjoy any opportunity to talk with with anyone in the different departments, tourism, of course, government house to to do anything that we can to collaborate and 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 improve the territory as a whole. We honestly, I I would love to have a more regular scheduled sort of um, exchange with some of the different departments, you know, everything from tourism to public works, the parks department. Um, I think that would be a, a really good way to and find a, a way to engage with the public in a, in a consistent way. Um, sometimes the town hall meetings just can kind of become messy, but, um, but it's really, a, it's really important to be engaging with the, the different entities. Good. Let, let, let's get back to the entrepreneurship thing there where, um, some people are just, some people, uh, everybody is, 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 is talented. Everybody has a gift, but what about when you identify, wait a minute, this person here, they're really good at what we're trying to do here. What, what's that like for you? Well, um, for example, um, something that's, uh, a young lady came into my, came to me, uh, through a, I do some work with the community center in Montbijou with Mr. C. If anyone has ever yeah, been man, involved Craig, with the yeah, Montbijou yeah, yeah, Craig Lloyd. Craig Lloyd, and yeah, man. Yeah, Craig, he does a lot of good stuff with the youth, you know, everything from, from a lot of music making to, uh, to T-shirt design and, of course, all sorts of after-school programs. And, you know, I know him through different activities. He brought this young lady to me in person one day and showed me this amazing copper wire work that she was doing just with the most crude basic tools that she had access to and it was really elaborate and I was extremely impressed and I, I pretty much hired her right on the spot and she is one of my top jewelers now she does amazing work she's she can she can do what what you know what our design but she also is a creative designer on her own and she comes up with new ideas and whatnot um, she's very innovative I can hand her a project and she'll come back to me with uh, an improved way of doing it, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it really touches me deeply when someone comes in and, and does that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm really, really proud of her. No, I know that, you know, you, you, you got business interests that you're trying to protect and all that stuff. But as, as elders, cause you know, we're getting up there, right? You know, we're not, we're not spring chickens anymore. Um, we, we want to encourage entrepreneurship, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I think about the, the sort of passing of the torch. You know, my father, you know, been over the last 20, 30 years handing it over to me. Um, my son is actually downstairs polishing jewelry right now. And then I have, you know, the young, the young lady that you spoke to and several others. And these are all people that I, I, I think of and when I think of the future of my business. You know, I think about, you know, who's going to um, be taking, taking charge of it in the, in the future in the coming years. No, that's that, that's 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 that, just, that, that actually that's actually something that's um, I think about a lot because we have a an, an issue here and probably across the nation where sometimes beautiful traditions, businesses, crafts, skills they can get lost when the next generation doesn't pick it up, and we've lost some beautiful restaurants, you know, Brady's first and then Harvey's more recently, and I would love for us as a community to find a way to pass that torch whether it's to family or or just a new generation of people to um to keep those things going man just listening to you talk you know that 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 kind of like got me welling up here because 
you know, th- these are staples. They're not just businesses. They're staples. You know what I'm saying? And we got to protect the staples, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Without and doubt. they were successful, which means that they can be successful for a new generation. Without a doubt. What, what's, what's your personal prospects for St. Croix and the Virgin Islands? Um, I'm an eternal optimist. So we, we got too many uh, natural resources and attributes for us to not make it. But um, talk a little bit about how you see us, you know, taking the next steps because uh, we can't, you know, we're struggling. Um, I mentioned the energy crisis, which pretty much is the, the fulcrum, the genesis of all of our, you know, quality of life issues. But um, what's your take? Uh, what's, what, what, how, how do you think we're going to make it, man? I think it's going to be a lot of hard work and ingenuity and, um, you know, keeping these, these older businesses uh, alive and refreshed and vibrant is really important. But we have to really diversify our internal economy we have to get um we have to do do it in all in all ways we have to do more farming you know we have to stop importing everything but we also have to import knowledge and education where we can like i'm a proponent of some of the technology park ideas and whatnot i'd like to i'd like to have schools here where people all locals could get um education and a variety of things you know i think uvi can be expanded i think especially the technology and then I think you could bring some of the um, the tech firms here, and and they would they could train our, our our population here. But you'd also be bringing people from without from outside to come here and add to the economy. Like you know, for example, there's that um, there's that medical school out at Sunshine Mall, and all those people that come here, they're basically coming here as a as a tourist and a student, but they. It, they add to our economy, and then even when they're done, graduated, they come back to St. Croix. So, I mean, I think we just really need to work on our our actual physical economy. I think sometimes we get a little bit too hooked up with looking for, I don't know, I don't want to say handouts, but sometimes we get so addicted to the federal dollars for different reasons that we fail to focus on our own economy. Mm-hmm. And whenever the federal dollars fail, for whatever reason, we need to have a stronger backbone here that's ours. And so that we're able to withstand the, um, the ebb and flow of the economy. Man, you're some, that, that's the most perfect vision, explanation that I've heard in a long long time i want i want to thank you very much for putting it in that context um and you know federal funds are should be about investment at the end of the day we still have to we still have to be in the sustainability business that's what you're saying right for the most part absolutely yeah we we gotta we gotta make our we gotta make ourselves strong and then we can we can benefit and 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 invest with the federal money but like you said, make it an investment. Like investment, you, yeah. Don't don't, money, don't don't become put, dependent on it. Put, put something concrete. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I like what you said. I like the way you crystallize that and all that stuff. And uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm a proponent of RT Park for multiple reasons. Um, but but there's nothing wrong with bringing in some talent to fill voids, right? Because we we don't you, nobody has everything, and and right. uh, we need to identify where we have the gaps, fill those gaps, educate our local folks so that they could be the ones, you know, filling the gap from a long-term standpoint, because we wouldn't want those gaps to be filled long-term um, by having yeah. to, you know. And I in- happen to know that there's, there's companies here that are, I've been actually looking to train more people for their, for programming and some of these other uh, tech jobs, but we're not, 
we aren't developing our infrastructure to um, encourage that. We, you know, we have some of these companies here that have done some things, but then um, they, it's all left up to them 100%. Um, so we need to you know, do a better job of, of reaching out to people that are looking to, to contribute. Nathan Bishop, thank you very much for taking some time to join us. Don't be a stranger. We're going to get you back in the studio so we could talk local economic, economics down the road because I, I like this discussion. Is this like a precursor for something that we could talk about um, as for the vision, the, the, the vision for St. Croix going forward? Thank you very much, sir, and, and good luck and all the best for 2023 with Cruise Thank you. Gold. I hope that the, everyone comes out to the Christian Shed tonight. Enjoy all the shops and restaurants. Uh, we'll all be open to 8 o'clock plus. Well, 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 go ahead. Give it that quick promo. You got you got 30 seconds. Yeah, tell, well, tell yeah so, I mean, uh, Christian Shed is, is open for business. Please come in. You know, we got all the all the shops and art galleries, jewelry stores, and on the third Thursday of every month, we're open in all the shops. Not all the shops, but many of the shops are open till eight o'clock, and we're building on it. We're growing. There's going to be live music on different streets. There's going to be a little food and wine and cheese that you might see around. So come up and help yourself and stop into the different galleries and shops and enjoy yourself. Awesome, Nathan Bishop, Cruzan Gold. A staple here right. in the Virgin Islands here in Christian said. Thank you very much. Looking forward to talking with you again, okay? You too. Have a good one. Good. That's Nate Bishop Bye. from uh, Cruise and Gold. Uh, tomorrow, I'll give you the, 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 the COVID numbers. Yeah, that's some good numbers. Um, good, uh, a much better ratio than we've had in, in previous days. Uh, tomorrow, we got a power hour coming on as well. So um, be good and be safe. Thank you very much, Zach Zook, Joseph uh, Hughes. Lisa Garvey and Nathan Bishop for a great show and of course my engineer the one and only Glenn the cameraman we'll be back tomorrow be safe and be good bye bye The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m., here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app, available for download from the App Store in Google Play. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.